0: Well, this is Antonio Soyan, your host at Celebrity Spotlight Radio, and tonight we have a special guest, uh, Jen Senko, and she is a documentary filmmaker, and her film, which is entitled The Brainwashing of My Dad, uh, wow, that name alone stops, uh, stops you, and it couldn't come at a better time because of the fact that the presidential uh, race is at its stretch, and um, because this film, it explores the rise in popularity of conservative media by profiling the filmmaker's own father, uh, who at his twilight years falls into a deep addiction to conservative talk shows. I, this is a very interesting subject, and um, I'm going to be interviewing uh, Jen Senko a week and in depth. Uh, she so couldn't stand... Uh, The whole idea of this film, it's just amazing the things you find out, and uh, I got interested because when I saw the poster, amazing poster, uh, amazing title, and it drew me. Uh, But the facts that are in this film, it's just, wow, you know, amazing. So let's go on with the interview, and afterwards we're, you know, after the interview we'll talk more and and see what what, uh, information we could gather, okay? Here we go. Uh, When I saw the film, I was very intrigued by by it. I learned a lot of information. Um, I wanted to know, how did you come up with the title?
1: You know, it always was the title. In my mind, it's so strange because I got a lot of flack for the title. I had our executive producer. I had many people try and talk me out of the title. And I just said, no this is the title um, you know and I didn't want it to be the brainwashing of my father because that would make it so so serious you know and I wasn't sure if there was any such thing as brainwashing right. you know um, and I wanted it to have sort of like a little sci-fi feel because I, I, I wanted it to also be entertaining and to kind of um, recall the, the movies of um, You know, the Russian, the communist scare movies, Red scare movies, and, you know, I wanted it to have, like, a certain kitschy feel to it. So there was never any question. It came to me one day, and I just stuck with it. How did
0: you come up with this idea? Because um, is this your
1: first feature? No. um, The last feature that I had was uh, 55 Minutes, and that was, I co-directed that with Fiora De Rosa, and that was called... The vanishing city okay. and that was um that was um a movie a documentary also about um the luxurification of new york city and how it it was uh, chasing out the uh, middle and lower income people you know with all of the luxury building going on at that time and then before that i did another documentary um my like in the 90s called sure. Roadmap Warrior Women. That was just a very... That was like, you know, 25 minutes. And then right. I did a bunch of different... I produced a bunch of um, short films for friends. Mary. Yeah. Right.
0: Okay. So when you came up with this idea, was it because of your dad? Because you saw, like, changes? But not just your dad, but maybe some of your friends, yeah, too. And then you said, you know, there's something here.
1: Yes, because... That's a very good question, because <clears throat> I did start noticing, my dad would say these things to me like, <clears throat> oh, there's no such thing as organic food. And then a friend I had who I was constantly, like she was constantly angry and always bringing up political things, she said the same exact thing within the same week that he said it. <clears throat> she Red Drudge, and he listened to Rush Limbaugh, and then I had a cousin who would start to say very similar things. So I'm like, what, what's going on here? Yeah. So it was it was both uh, a personal journey because it affected us so much, and then it was also like, I want to tell the story of what I think is going on and find out. In the process of doing a movie, is that what's really going on? Um, now,
0: now, how did you get everyone together? Did you have help? Al- I mean, obviously you did. But how did you pitch it to other people to, hey, let me do a movie about my dad?
1: Um, whoever I talked to about it, um, you know, the, I guess the friends that I had were very encouraging. Um, but are you also asking how I got some of the, the people in it?
0: Well, some of the people, yeah, that are in it, and uh, like Matthew M- Moline, like, how did he uh, come into the picture?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, in 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 order to produce this film, mm-hmm. uh, did he? Was it already completed, or mm-hmm. no? He just, mm-hmm. you know, that's what I want to know. Later.
1: Okay, um, uh, what what happened is I, I had a Kickstarter campaign in early, uh, no late two thousand thirteen, <clears throat> and um. I asked uh, uh, Alexia Anastasia uh, for help, a little bit of help, and um, I had known Bill, Bill Clinton, and he was running a Kickstarter campaign at the same time, and Adam was helping Bill run that because he's a master producer. And um, so she said, <clears throat> why don't you tell Bill that you know Adam and ask him if he can include something about your Kickstarter campaign um, in his Kickstarter campaign. So I called Bill one day and I just said, hey Bill, you know, why don't you, did you, would you mind if I asked Adam and he goes, oh, you know Adam? I was like, yeah, I actually, I, I know Adam. How do you know him? i know him on the internet, you know. <laughs> and, um, and so that's kind of how it, then his business partner is Matthew Modine. So Matthew saw the trailer and then, uh, you know, identified. That he 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 liked it, and he just. I next thing I hear is he wants to come on board, and I'm like, holy smokes, am I lucky? Wow,
0: that's very good because yeah. yeah, he's actually my brother's idol. My brother passed away years ago, but uh, okay. his favorite film was *Vision Quest*.
1: Oh. His what?
0: Vision Quest. Yeah, oh. and he played the wrestler because my brother was a wrestler, about the same age, I would guess, at that time. Yeah, you know, and uh, I always remember that.
2: Just celebrated its 30th anniversary. Yeah, can you believe that? No, I. I
1: can't.
2: Can't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he actually went and did a screening uh, in Spokane, Washington, where it was filmed um, uh, about two months ago. They did like an anniversary screening, and he ran through the town, just like, and, you know, did, did the whole thing, you know. Yeah, that's. It's a big deal. Very
0: yeah. motivational film, yeah. you know, and they want to do a remake. And I, I know, yeah, I don't think they should. Anyway. Only if they bring him back, you
2: know. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Right. Yeah.
0: But the, the film, um, I was intrigued because I watch Fox News, but I'm not addicted to Fox News. I watch everything, you know. And um, like I was saying to Adam, is I could see how people could get addicted to it. And the way they speak, it's like, I wonder if they hire them, they have to go through some kind of uh, a cloning process. Because <laughs> it's, like, it's like they scripted, almost like the words are similar if you watch every host.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and, uh, Roger
1: uh, behind that. and uh, who? Roger Ailes. Ah,
0: yeah. That. And um, it's just amazing to me that I never really saw out of the box, let's say. Uh, uh, and realize that maybe they are brainwashing people or, mm-hmm. or, or or some sense, or maybe it's us doing it mm-hmm. we're believing things that people because mm-hmm. I feel that we believe things what people say because it's the media that's spreading the news, and we believe what they say
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, um, but I think people take it to the next level. How did your dad? what did you feel about your dad that? that you said, well, you know what? I gotta put my foot down. I gotta make a film about this and, and let people know that this is happening. Mm-hmm. That's what I wanna know. Like, how did you, you know, finally come to, uh, to the conclusion that I gotta do this film, I gotta, uh, I gotta show the world this? Because um, Fox News, mm-hmm. have you had any negativity from them? T- because of yeah, you know, I
1: get I get, um comments all the time. I recognize the comments through the same type of comments that my father would have gotten. I haven't heard anything specifically from Fox News, although someone did recently. Um, uh,
2: the, those comments may be imminent, you know? <laughs> right. So yes. coming yeah. out on
1: Friday. Or, or yeah. um, email got hacked. So I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? But weird <laughs> things happen. Um, but no. Um, the the thing with my dad is, um, I, 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 I always felt this sounds strange, but I always felt like I wanted to do good. And even when I was on a dating site, my nickname was "Save the World, Please," <laughs> <laughs> which you could take either way. Like that, it's harmless or you know I'm well intentioned. But I um, I didn't have the courage to make the film when I wanted to make it. Um, what I did instead was I started a um, media watch group um, just with us neighbors, uh, a bunch of people in my, my neighborhood. We all know each other in my neighborhood. Um, and it's called PRISM People's Response to of Soviet Media. And we would you know, watch media, listen to media, read media, and then write and write and then, you know, send so out complaints. Eventually, it turned into a documentary club. So, and we watched hundreds of documentaries. So I just kept gaining all of this information, all of this information, and like putting together little pieces of the puzzle. And um, and then, you know, I kept thinking, yeah, I got to do this movie, I got to do this movie. But I still didn't I, I don't know, it was just, I knew it would be big, huge. It was after mm-hmm. uh, I did The Vanishing City that I just said, you know what, I keep getting fired from all my other jobs, so um, I'm going to do this, because I, I had the courage. And um, I can explain why I was getting fired from another job. I, did, I, I was, used to be doing really well. I was even a vice president at Smith party but I just... <laughs> You know, it was like my mind wasn't there anymore. This is like, I could understand you know, that. Trust it was like sabotage. Like, I'm not paying attention. This doesn't matter. So anyway, it was meant to mm-hmm. be. Um, so it was after the, the vanishing city. And I I like, you know, we did everything. Like, uh, tons of interviews with, you know, really amazing people. We, we got them. And, like, we'd be surprised. You know, we, how do we get this person or that person? And... You know, I knew the ropes, and I just said, I
0: have to do it. It's time. Wow. Because the research and the development was just amazing, the way you put together uh, the film. And that must have been very hard to to gather the the resources for it and make sure you say the right thing, too. You know, because yes. you know, you're talking about Fox News, and, and I'm pretty sure, you know, watching the film you had people that were uh, in other words, you had examples of other people that were watching Fox News and got and talk shows and got drawn in because you know I used to watch Howard Stern Mm -hmm. and right Mm -hmm. but I I watched it not to get addicted to the form of you know brainwashing but more like he cracked me up you know he just made me laugh with the stuff that he used to say you know because he made fun of everyone you know, but this was really intense. You know, and uh, did Matthew like the film? Did he? Uh, how's what's his opinion, Adam, about, about yeah, the think film? Did he? he thinks it's
2: terrific, and um, this again was always for him a uh, sort of a passion project. You know, something he right began discovering it through Kickstarter, which again just shows what a valuable tool Kickstarter is, not just for. Raising money, but for the people, for the kind of uh, publicity, from the way that your project can get seen by anybody, you know, is pretty amazing. You know, so um, it's a great tool for just sort of. It's, it is putting put yourself out there on Kickstarter. You have to sort of, you know, let um, let everyone know what you're what you're working on. But you know, it's a lot of good can come
0: from that. Have you gotten support from other news people? Because uh, it, it is directed to Fox News mostly, and you know and certain talk shows, a f-
2: lot of conservative radio, you know, right. like Rush Limbaugh, and, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Have you gotten support from uh, you know uh, other people, like saying, "Hey, this is great. This is a great idea. This is." Uh-
2: uh, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. like Jody Evans, mm-hmm. um, yeah. who is a great activist and documentary mm-hmm. producer, um, came on board as well to help mm-hmm. us, and she's been hugely uh, uh, helpful and helping us reach a lot of progressive groups, and uh,
1: yeah. That's and I think evidence of that support is in who agreed uh, to let, let us interview them, you know? Right. right. Like um, Tom Hartman, Noam uh, Chomsky, um, Edward Esmerman, um, Je- Jeff Cohen. Jeff Cohen, actually, we were asking how did we know what to say. We had him, like, fact check that thing. like. Maybe yeah, twice. Uh, even right up to the end, where at the end, he's like, We really th- can't say it this way, you know. And it'd be like, Okay, we got to rush back to the studios and have Matthew, when he's out, you know, re record yeah. this or that. And,
2: and Matthew actually helped us get Frank Luntz, who was yeah. the famous, you know, right. cons- you know oh. Fox, uh, well, conservative wordsmith. And um, mm-hmm. uh, he, I, I, I'm not even sure how they know each other socially, but they knew each other. And, he made it happen, and
1: normally,
2: he, him he did. And they worked on some something, project. some charity project. They worked on right. some oh, non, sure. some non-profit thing. So I, I think that. Frank's a good guy. You know, he you
0: know, he's good at what he does. He's good at turning words into.
2: He's like a word nerd. Yeah, yeah. Matthew,
0: I I I read some, well. Uh, Ted Kotcheff, who's a filmmaker, and Adam knows He's my mentor, and I worked uh-huh. with him for many many years. He did uh, first blood. Uh, yes, uh, Weekend at Bernie's yeah. and, and North Dallas Ford, and He was uh, the executive producer of Special Victims for 13 That's seasons. Right. But he went to a film festival in Germany. That's right, yeah. And Matthew Moline was there. <laughs> yeah. Now, I don't I know... They were
2: if they both on the jury. Obviously.
0: Yes, I believe so, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. They did a retros- uh, retrospective on his films, yeah. on, on Ted's films. So I don't know if they bumped into each other. They spoke, because I wasn't there. But...
2: Yeah.
0: Um, i sure they did.
2: Yeah. Right.
0: And I, I said, wow, he's on the jury, Matthew you know, yeah. I was, like, yeah. impressed. Yeah. So, like, stuff like that always, I, I think, uh, it's most likely he probably bumped into uh, somewhere along the lines and, and knew him and, and yeah. felt that he would be a big help for your film. Yeah. Um, you know, but that was kind of chancy, though, if you think about it, because, you know, they may go to him and say, what are you doing? But you know what, stuff like this. I, think you, I think Jen painted, uh, he, I mean, because
2: he, he was, but um, I think you made sure that he came across as think,
0: you know, he intelligent
2: did. and smart guy, but not that we didn't kind of make him into a villain, you know. No.
1: Um, oh, were you talking Frank about Frank Lance? Yeah. Oh, I thought, okay. yeah. Right. I got I you Oh, about that's right. yeah. You're no. <laughs> Oh, yeah, well, the thing about Frank Lines is is, um, I used to think that he was just, a, you know, a nerdy Wordsmith guy, and I still do think that he gets very excited about what he can create. And um, but make no mistake about it, he is he is very conservative, and you know, I disagree with a lot of what he says. But I'm I'm not being spirited, and the guy was very generous, having us in his home, letting us take pictures of his home. How can
0: you say anything bad about It's just like, I don't want to stick him on the back. You know what I mean? Trust me, I,
1: I've met so, so many. Just, he was yeah. excited about what he was saying. So it's like, he's happy, you know?
0: As a woman filmmaker, because I, I am one of those uh, uh, people that believe in that women should be directors of film. And Ted Kotcheff, actually, just so you know, that in his time in Special Victims Unit has helped many women become directors for that show. You know, and uh, he he's always (laughs) having Ted Kotcheff. He's a filmmaker um, and television producer, but um, I also feel that way too. And um, I think now that's what's happening. Like when I walked into this office, I said, "Wow, this is this is great." I didn't even know it existed, to be honest. With you. I really didn't, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, how do you feel about that? Because now you're you're there. Now you're part of Hollywood, mm-hmm. and that's what you want to, That's what you want to direct your future. Correct?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you want to direct a feature film, uh, movies, television, what or just?
1: My passion is uh, activism. You know, I would say I'm like an activist filmmaker. I'm driven by um, kind of like things that I see, and I just right, want to do right. good. So, and I I also want to make entertaining films. Right. So, and I and I never want to be like heavy-handed or like sure. or you know hammer people over the head. I just want to point things out that I see and that maybe they would see too. maybe they would agree with me, and like, you know what, this kind of is weird or sucks, let's do something about it together. Sure.
0: How did you get into filmmaking? How did you make the adjustment from one to the other? Because I'm an energy engineer, and an aerospace engineer, yeah. and then I became a filmmaker. Isn't
1: that interesting?
0: And then I'm a writer, yeah. journalist, We're activist.
1: We're
0: New York, so. So, so yeah. right, but I
1: mean, <laughs> I think we have so many, uh, things that we have to do, you know, of those things we have to do to make money. I used to be, I was a painter. Um, I discovered painting um, quite by accident. I drew all right. drew well my life, but I went to a community um, uh, college and the second painting I did, the school offered to buy for their permanent collection. I was like, I'm kind of tapping it You know, and so I thought, mm-hmm. I want to see how, how good I can be, how, you know, what do I have, what do I have? And I always, you know, felt like I wanted to be something. You know, I didn't want to just live through life with my eyes closed. Right. You know? so went to Pratt and um, came out so I was just doing uh, communications and um, you know I kind of lost interest in painting because I felt like it didn't satisfy the part of me that wanted to talk to other people people liked my paintings and I was in love with it at the time but it it, it something it wasn't so I don't know I got this idea about like making a film about me becoming more independent so I just said, you know what, I think my medium is a camera. So, I don't want to go to film school or anything like that. I, I, I don't want to like, you know, feel competitive or like, um, you know. So, got a camera, traveled out west, interviewed all the independent women, made this film, and you know, in the process became more independent myself. You know, and that's how I got into it. And I still wasn't sure, do I want to stay in film or die? And then, somewhere along the way I realized this combines everything. This combines the, the visual, you know, which I was always interested in, you know, and, and, and um, you know, activism and um, writing and everything. Like, and it's a medium that always spoke to me. From the time I was little, movies always, they would grab me. I would live, live them in my head for days.
0: So you had and I used, the art to do this film yeah. you, you know it's because uh, i know a lot of filmmakers and actors actually like gene hackman a lot of people don't know he was a painter and uh, that's what made him a, a great actor yeah was the painting yeah you know, my friend uh, uh, robert spencer he played nick uh, massey and jersey boys in musical the original um, in a dressing room between show you know, between you know uh, intermission he was painting in his room. <laughs> you know, and then all of a sudden he's doing a show, and I'm like, what? I didn't even know he was painting. I
1: First reversing my lines. Right, <laughs>
0: I'm like, what? Well, they do it so many times, like yeah. they yeah. they know this stuff, but that yeah. helped yeah. them become who he is. And it's so long, many, so long many long people. History of uh, great filmmakers who start in other mediums that
2: graduate to film. Uh, Stanley Kubrick was a photographer I mean, before he started directing. Yeah. Um, it, it, there, I think that's. There are some stepping stones that have to take place before you get to direct, and Before yeah. you have maybe the confidence and just yeah. the, the skill set to yeah. sort of tell a story yeah. with a camera.
0: Yeah. Well, you told that story very well. What do you see? What's the message you're trying to tell? What's the message you want the world to see?
1: That uh, there really was a vast right-wing conspiracy. That we have to name it as such. Um, and that media is extremely powerful and uh, hopefully people will be more aware once they see the movie of certain tactics for whatever, you know, right, left, whatever, you know, be aware that, you um, um, you know, media can manipulate, and and sometimes that can be good. Like you do want to influence people, but be aware of how you're being influenced. Are are you are you you know using your intellect, or are or or is it through fear? Yeah. And um, I I felt I feel and I believe deep in my heart that this is, you know, Fox News and this hate radio and the corporatization of not only the media, but the country is a very dangerous thing. And it's, I've learned that it's tearing families apart. I've learned that.
0: Sure. But people
1: reaching out to me every day we get emails, every day. But you
0: also saw changes in your dad
1: at that time. That well, that was like yeah. a huge illustration, right? You know, I mean? that was like, you know, I'm living it firsthand. It's emotional. It's 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 so frustrating. You know, double just nearly destroyed our family. You know.
0: So, do you see this film going into theaters, or is it directed more into uh, video on demand? how
1: we can get people to see it right now people are writing to us saying can can it I live in uh, Minneapolis or uh, I live in Bogunk Idaho can can you bring it out here and i say nay give us theater um, you know, that's near you. That's independent. That you think we might be able to show at Screenet. At. We'll write them, and you also call them and, and tell them you'd like to see it come here. And so far, we know we have like 20 other movie theaters, and by ourselves, we're just right. we're just doing it. And however we can get it out there, whatever means, we just want people to see it. Yeah. So, independent
2: theaters are very open to it because they don't have a
1: corporate,
2: you know, structure that they have to approve like a certain number of screenings. If they want to do a single night screening, they can just do it, you know, that's great. So, um, or do, you know, five screenings, you know, or one week of showings. So uh, yeah, we're we're launching on Friday um, in New York and LA, and then I think about five or six other um, cities have like special showings.
1: At the same time. At the same time on Friday,
2: that's kind of our like launch day. And then it will also be um, on Fridays, Available on a wide array of video on
0: demand platforms. So, Adam, I see that you did a lot of footwork in this film too. Yeah. Um, why not executive producer? Why just producer? Uh,
2: well, you know, executive producers tend to be a little more on the, the financing side, a little more on the kind of looking for investors. And, right. You know, I, I, in this film in particular, Matthew and I both, I think, wanted to be more, didn't want it just to just be money people. We wanted to be more involved in the, in the, Creating of the film and helping to get it, um, you know, made as professionally as possible with the best, you know, voiceover recording with, you know, great animation from somebody like Bill Plimpton, who's an Oscar-nominated, you know, director, um, and uh, and, just, and just getting, you know, the film. Just raising the film's sort of production value as much as possible. Mm -hmm. So because we were on shoestring budget. So the goal was sort of make the film um, you know, it's like uh, Robin Robert Rodriguez, who always makes films really cheaply. He he always says, you know, if I have six million, I want to make my movie look like sixty million. You know, if I have sixty million, I want to make it look like a hundred 60 million you know? so it's kind of that's the goal you know i think to make your film I look was so glad better than, than
1: it that, that adam was involved the way he was i mean in the beginning uh you know he wasn't as involved but he got involved last summer when i was i became almost ill i mean he was involved much you know, during editing the whole thing. during the
2: filming it's been i mean we've been We kind of joined around the Kickstarter campaign officially, but that was over two and a half years ago. So that's how long Matthew and I have been sort of attached to the project. But a lot of um, of what Jen was doing at that and then in the early time that we were involved was just interviewing people and you know, just mm-hmm. going around and she had already set up those interviews
1: and they would have suggestions right and, you know right. hey why don't you try friend lunch or why don't you try this right. guy or let's see if you can get that guy or sometimes i would write something and i would throw it out to them and they right. would go oh, i could be written better because i'm not the best writer um <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm like a moment at the train of kiss that's why
0: well, i congratulate you. you but you know yes mm-hmm. it's a great film i saw it i loved it Thank i agree I believe in it too. I really I it it kinda opened my mind up know, to it. To so I think it's gonna work. And I and I wish you a lot of a luck. And it's not even luck because it's hard work. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. You know. Work. A lot of people say good luck, it's hard work. But well, thank you. Appreciate it. Hard work it. with a little bit of luck. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It yeah. always helps. Yeah. So. but thank you for coming. Thank you for, for everything. So we're back here at celebrity Spotlight Radio and what a fantastic interview that was, and so much information that we we learned uh, about the media and the whole brainwashing thing and I could uh, relate to that because uh, I sometimes uh, do a lot of research on uh, the internet and I and I also you know could understand how you could fall into that trap anyway if you want more information about this film. Uh, uh, The official website is uh, the same name, obviously, www.thebrainwashingofmydad.com. And on Facebook, same name. And on Twitter, it's at brainwashingdad. Um, Fantastic. Go see the film. Um, You know, you can find out from the website when it's playing and where, where you can get your hands on it. My advice is to watch it in depth. It's a pretty good film. I loved it. I enjoyed every minute of it. And it's just, it's just amazing to me. Anyway, this is another uh, uh, week for uh, Celebrity Spotlight Radio. And remember, uh, find me on Twitter, same name. Facebook, same name. And uh, we'll soon be in iTunes and uh, SoundCloud. and You can look us, uh, look us up, uh, obviously, by the same name, Celebrity Spotlight Radio. And where we give great interviews with uh, special uh, guest celebrities and independent filmmakers and directors and writers and actors and all that good stuff. Anyway, www.celebrityspotlightradio.com. You can contact me and, and please comment, reviews, uh, send me some information, any any question and I'll gladly answer at information at celebrity spotlightradio.com. See you next week. Thank you.